Welcome to the Proactivity Podcast, where we celebrate stronger, happier people through better health, from the gym, to the workplace, to the community, and everywhere in between. We hope you enjoy listening. Okay, we are back here Thursday at noon, having fun as always. What's up, Mr. Diego? Not too much. It's uh, a little hot this week. Yeah, yeah. rainy. Yeah, well, you do what you can, you know. But what we do have uh, is another awesome guest. You know, we've been sticking with this theme of Everyday Extraordinary, and we've had some unbelievable guests, right? We had Laura come out, talked about photography, all sorts of different ways that you could kind of like, you know, really capture your best Zoom or your best, you know, kind of social media image or whatever, which is awesome. Tom came out, talked to us a little bit about, you know, just kind of the entrepreneurial path, um, which was awesome. Um, who else do we have? Anthony. Anthony. Week, Anthony, last right? Last yeah. week was amazing. Told us about his health transformation, but not just that, like this, um, this kind of new, not just plant-based lifestyle, but this new minimalist lifestyle, which is pretty awesome. And this week, I have a, a pretty special guest again. And now this, you know, I got to be honest, I, I'm, I may be biased uh, because our guest today is none other than Dr. Kristen Prendergast. And before we kind of bring her on the show, I want to tell you a little about Kristen, you know, because I have uh, known her almost my entire life. Uh, you know, very, very lucky to have a friend like this and someone who probably is way too humble to say that uh, she would be someone that's everyday extraordinary. But Kristen embodies that. Everything about her is everyday extraordinary. You know, here's a person that, you know, grew up an incredible, um, you know, student, an incredible athlete, you know, division one um, athlete to the University of Virginia, you know, goes uh, pre-med, then gets her, you know, her medical degree, you know, is, is managing life somehow as both a pediatrician and a hospital, and a hospital, um, and also a mom, a wife, a crazy athlete, just an absolute unbelievable person. And we are super, super lucky to be bringing her on our show here today. So, Kristen, welcome to Proact TV and the Proactivity Podcast, and it is good to have you, my friend. What's going on? Not much. Not it's much. Another beautiful day. I'll tell you, right? It's very nice. Yeah. It's so nice today. This isn't like you know, out in the gym, you know. <laughs> I know. I you know, just felt like you know it was a good day not to just wear you know workout clothes. So. It's hard, right? It's kind of hard to get yourself back into this situation where you're actually wearing normal clothes. (laughs) I know. And they, they made an exception at work for us for a while that we were just, we could wear scrubs because with all the COVID stuff. So there was like a period of time where all it was, was mom clothes and scrubs. And it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a good time. So. That's awesome. I think I would live in scrubs scrubs if I could. (laughs) So Kristen, I mean, let's kind of start with, um, kind of the, the academic athletic journey, like, you know, uh, in the intro, I kind of talked about like all of these different hats, you know, you wear. And I think so many people in our world, I know myself, my peer group, you know, I, I know our staff, like our community, our clients, everyone kind of talks about like, you know, finding balance and, and finding, you know, um, a way to, to kind of do it all. And, and we kind of live in a society where we're in some respect, like, expected to forced to and I think that that can be like a really struggling challenging thing but somehow like you're doing that so, so kind of like take us back 
I don't know, maybe kind of growing up, whatever, like, how did you get to where you're at? Like, what's your journey look like? Yeah, well, I mean, I grew up here, you know, my grandmother, she's, she's 91. Um, she still lives, um, and she's a proactivity athlete. Um, and she, she still lives on her farm right in Ringo's, New Jersey. And so, you know, that was, I grew up on a farm with all my aunts who are hard to keep up with even now, um, sort of bailing hay and taking care of animals. And it was fun and hard. And, um, but I think it taught us a lot about like work ethic. And I think my mom even talks about that now with she's a she you know she was a daycare provider for 20 years and now she's a realtor and I think she, she uses that a lot when she's talking to people as like and she's you know nobody will work harder for you right and I think that that's sort of that work ethic is something that I think I learned mostly from you know my aunts and my mom and my grandparents and so um yeah it was just, and then you know I had my sister and you know she's you know has she's just a big personality and she's really hard to keep up with. And even from the beginning, she was always, you know, seemed to be better at me than everything <laughs> athletically. Yeah. That's why I like switched to track and field is because I didn't want to play softball because I knew she was going to be better than me again. And so <laughs> I had to pick a new sport. And so I started running because I could run faster than she could. So oh, um, and she could sprint fast. faster, but pretty much faster than anybody can, you know, for the record. So running, um, obviously work ethic, right? That, that kind of is something that, you know, I don't know if it was like a born trait, a learned trait, but whatever it was, it certainly runs deep in that family. And, and knowing, you know, the Howie Schwab, Prendergast family, all of them have kind of, you know, had some sort of uh, influence here in our community, uh, even here locally on, on this corner of, uh, of Route 31 and Molasses Hill at, at base camp. Um, and it sounds like that's been a pretty big part of, of your journey and, and it's kind of led you athletically, it's led you academically. So you went in, you left kind of the softball, it sounds like you had kind of Megan <laughs> on your heels, you know, yeah. looking over your shoulder, went kind of the running route. Where did that take you? Yeah, well, I mean, so I had a very special and unique kind of high school experience, right? Because my dad was, um, you know, uh, the head wrestling coach, head football coach, baseball coach at our high school and coached most of my friends. And um, so it was very, it was fun. High school was awesome. And I think it was fun, sort of that sports journey. You know, I was a three sport athlete and I, you know, I, I think that's a very, was a very valuable experience to be able to do so many different um, uh sports and you know I love I was a mostly a basketball player in high school and I love basketball and um I mean I we were joking the other day we were running that I, I you know I ran all track season in basketball shorts I owned one pair of running shorts my entire high school career because I was always a basketball player until you know I started to run a little faster and realized that you know that it did sort of end up opening some doors for me um in terms of like college opportunities and so um, as sort of high school went on and I realized, uh, you know, running was something I was good at and I, I started to like it more and sort of saw it as a, as something I would want to try and do competitively um, in college, then that's where um, I started, you know, interviewing at different colleges and it sort of ended up coming down to 
Brown and then UVA. And I really think for me, more than anything, athletics just opened doors and gave me opportunities I honestly wouldn't have had if I didn't run fast. And so I've always looked at sports that way, that it just gave me the, you know, the friendships, the uh, confidence, and then just the opportunities it's, it's given me over the years has been, you know, tremendous. So. So three sport athlete. Obviously, you don't look at schools like Brown and the University of Virginia if, if you got nothing, you know, kind of up top here either. Uh, those are legit schools, no doubt. Um, so find, it sounds like kind of finding balance and working hard were kind of like things that you did, whether you, you know, kind of learned that along the way or, again, it was just kind of inherent, but, but things you practiced early on and, and you had to kind of balance those different demands, right? So then you go to UVA, right? And then medicine where does that come in yeah so you I think you know UVA had a lot of a big impact on me I think in terms of learning how to how to manage so many different things because I was a division one athlete and I knew you know I had always known I wanted to be a doctor from I think you know growing up with little kids in the house because my mom was a daycare provider I was always comfortable with lots of little children and sort of learning the art of interacting with parents and kids and um, so I, and I just always knew it, medicine was always an interest of mine. I mean, my dad and I watched every episode of ER every Friday night, no matter what. And I, and then, so medicine was sort of a track I was on even going into UVA and then, but that was hard, you know, trying to figure out how to balance, you know, academics and athletics. And there were times I did well with that balance and times where things, you know, I don't think I rested very well in, in college because I was up, would stay up late at night and then. I don't think I totally understood the recovery part of athletics back then. And so there were a lot of days where I think my track performance suffered because I was just exhausted. But again, you do what you do. And, um, you know, the other important thing at UVA, there's a very strong honor code. And so, um, you know, they, it's, you know, it's a zero tolerance policy. The honor code there is, is really kind of emphasized from the beginning. And I think that taught me a lot of, it sort of had big impacts on how I thought about academics and studying and, just sort of what it meant to be a student. And so I learned a lot at UVA about, about that. And of course I had like the most amazing friends in the world. And so the other thing, which is also sort of allowed me to do all the things I've done in my life is just the community behind you. And at UVA, I mean, there's still, we, you know, in this pandemic, we've had all these zoom dates with all our, I mean, there's a group of, I think there's 16 of us. I'm sorry if I got that number wrong, but like who still are, um, like best friends from college and rely on each other even now um, when things are tough. And so I think learning like the, that you achieve more when you do it as a group than trying to do everything on your own. So maybe you don't know, maybe you're doing it on purpose, maybe not, but you're like defining the proactivity elements. So you're talking about <laughs> hard work and perseverance, you know, you're talking about like, so that's endure. You're talking about like, yeah, I got to kind of figure out how to balance and recover and figure that all out. And then the social connectedness, you know, is huge, um, which is amazing. You know, and I don't know, Diego, like you, I don't know if you know, I don't know if our audience knows. Um, so, and maybe I'm off here, Kristen, but like, you keep getting better at running. Like I, I you keep getting faster. This is someone who, you know, and I might be butchering this. So I'm just going to throw it out off the, off the cuff, but won the St. Luke's half marathon, you know, as a full-time doctor, as a full-time mom, as a full-time wife, you know, one, you know, not like age grade, age percentage or like age group, but like one overall top female, the New Jersey marathon or half marathon. Right. If I recall. Um, yes. 
Yeah. So, um, so a total slacker, obviously, <laughs> or not at all. Um, a, a pretty everyday, extraordinary person. But like, now this whole pandemic hits, right? Um, so you're a frontline worker, right? You're working at Lehigh Valley, right? Mm-hmm. So frontline worker. Lehigh Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital. Yeah. Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital, which is a, an amazingly beautiful facility that continues to. It's like every day I drive down, you know, the highway, it's like, wow, that's, you know, even more going on there, which is awesome. Um, so you got that frontline thing, you got a pandemic, you got like, you know, three kids at home, we didn't even talk about a husband. Bill <laughs> is a, a board member here at our not-for-profit. Like, how are you doing all of this? <laughs> well, I think it's funny because, so, you know, one of the things... Julie Cully and I have always sort of joked about is like, you wish you knew then what you knew now, right? So, I mean, when we ran in high school, it was, I mean, we loved it. And I don't think anybody's had more fun running at North Hunterdon than we did. Um, But, uh, you know, it was just different. Like, again, you're running, we were doing free sports. She was doing music. Like, things were just different. You weren't, and I think it, I think with time, and then even at UVA, I think it was, things hadn't quite hadn't you know wasn't the value of being a strong athlete and a strong runner and like what you watch these you know the college and professional athletes do now in terms of their strength training and I mean it's just different the 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 bodies you see that are winning these races just it's just different than I think the way people looked when they won those same races when I was in college you know I think it's and it's a, I think it's a really positive change for, especially for women athletes, like to, to get on, to look on Instagram and see, you know, Emma Coburn and these guys doing ridiculous squats. And it really is like the messages are just different now. And um, I think it just with time and sort of like making all the mistakes, I sort of, you sort of end up realizing like, no, you do like those things are important. Like being a strong athlete will make you a better athlete and yes I mean sleeping is better than not sleeping and you know these things they do have big impacts and so I just think with sort of time and experience I I sort of realized those things and kind of bought into things maybe I had resisted before so so I don't and want, I go, go ahead. ahead sorry no go no no well, I, <laughs> I was just gonna <laughs> yeah, you're doing that thing again go ahead your turn <laughs> um no, and I just think like, you know, I think, yeah, my performances have, I do, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to set PRs recently, although I think that my proudest PR is is running a faster than a 258.30 um, marathon. So that was, you well, know. Um, I'll tell the backstory on that in a minute. <laughs> but um, I just think it's, you know, we just, I mean, I'm, I can't talk enough about base camp. I mean, I love the friends, the people I get to train with there, the now I'm able to do the strength training classes and I think it's just you can't argue with the results yeah in that group so so and what I was going to say I don't want to put words in your mouth but it almost seems like what you're saying is you made a lot of mistakes you learn from them but like this concept of being strong not just as an athlete but like in everything working hard being strong makes you a better person just like allows you to bring your a game into different facets of life um which is amazing you know and and i think that as i'm kind of thinking about like everything people have gone through i know what's going on you know what had gone on in my house and my wife really she was holding the the heavy weight here but 
um, in terms of educating our children, right? That's in, that's the latest kind of challenge. So like you were homeschooling, you and your husband were homeschooling, you were working full time on the front line. You're still training. You're like a lifelong athlete. Like, tell us about that. Like, how did you, like that to me is extraordinary. You know, like you're, you're passing on it to the next generation and seemingly not slowing down or missing a step. How are you doing that? Yeah. I mean, well, I kind of did miss a little bit of a step because I was, we were coming as we were like heading into this pandemic, I was training for Boston and then I had, you know, and it, Achilles injury which was sort of brewing and then you know it was not getting better and um, then when they canceled Boston it was sort of one of these I better actually like address this issue because continuing to just like push through it is not you know the not the right answer and I really want this to go away and it was I was tired of running in pain and so but it's hard because you know I use running for that's a big part of what I do and it's a big part of my mental health care yeah and so to lose running at the same time as like I felt and I think you and I even talked about the one day like sort of everything was falling apart like the kids weren't going to school anymore things at work were getting you know or changing because of all the rules to protect you know we didn't as healthcare providers we really didn't know what was coming in terms of our risk of of disease and you know they're all we were you know we were fortunate enough in the in our world, in the children's hospital, we actually were able to share information with um, like Seattle Children's Hospital, mm -hmm. who was hit with the pandemic early and sort of learned from them in terms of how to protect the healthcare workers. But it was just a kind of a really stressful time. And, and, um, and then obviously, my husband's in the ER. So there was sort of that stress. Now he's going to work every day into this, you know, who knows what he's going to encounter and if he's going to get sick or what are the how do we keep our kids safe? And so I don't know. It wasn't like it was. It was not. I think it was. It wasn't a good time. It was like I think we were stressed and, um, but I think we again. You sort of go back to we had good friends who we could talk to who were going through similar. So I have you know good friends. Um, you know the Bagleys obviously who I think they're just their setup was similar to us. And so I think we, with being two healthcare providers who had to work through like we were we never had a break in our employment or um and then with our with three children now suddenly having to be virtual schooled and um how we did that and you know our school for i know i love franken township school is amazing and our the teachers handled my mental breakdowns in addition to the children's <laughs> mental breakdowns and you know they were wonderful and very supportive and but it was hard and messy and stressful and i think it was i don't know it was it was awful. And I, I, as the year ended, you kind of look back, you're like, oh man, that was hard. And, but I think in the end, like we, we just sort of, again, relied on our friends and our support system. And I have wonderful in-laws and, um, and my parents who were able to like help us. And my, you know, my mother-in-law was a teacher. And so she was able to provide some support with their education. If we were working and they had to do homeschooling or the virtual education, you know, so there was that, but I don't know. I, it definitely wasn't easy. And I think there's funny on, you know, there's all the Facebook groups that moms have put together, like the, you know, sisterhood of the traveling beer and, um, you know, the mother load and these groups that have allowed you to share your story and know that you're not the only one who is struggling at the moment. So that's awesome. You know, I, when I think about that, like I, I think about all this stuff, I think about 
you know, I hope my daughters watch this. I hope like we'll have this on replay because to me, Diego, like, yeah, life isn't always like clean and pretty. You know, sometimes things get messy. Like we have challenges that come up. They're really hard. Like, you know, they, they suck at times, you know, but like when we rely on the people that care about us and, um, and we care about them, like we get through it, you know, which, which I think is pretty awesome. And, and I think it's so important, you know, for, for our young ladies and, and really all, all, you know, women to be able to like, you know, see like, yeah, like this, this person here, like <laughs> she's getting through it. Like somehow you're, you're doing it all, which, you know, hats off to you, Kristen. It's, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, maybe a little bias. I don't know. Probably not if, it, if you talk to anyone <laughs> else that knows Kristen, but, um, but truly, truly special. Someone who, you know, continues just like, man, one foot in front of the other, get it done, work hard and do a good job. So what do you think, man? I don't know. I, I haven't been able to really get to know Kristen that well, but yeah. the few times that I've trained her, you know, that, that work ethic always shines through um through the sessions and you know whenever i've seen her in the facility or you know out at some of the local races and stuff like that so i, I you know i think um her per perspective on things with the different roles that she plays i think that um that work ethic really goes hand in hand with those roles and she's able to kind of um, be the star that she is in, in all of those that's pretty awesome well kristen you know we'll uh we'll let you go here not take any more time but i am gonna ask you kind of one last i guess tough question that is you know if you could talk, you know, go back to you and Julie Cully, you're talking about, you know, <laughs> go back to those kids, those high school kids, you know, like, what do you tell those kids? You know, what, what, what advice would you give that, you know, teenager or tween, you know, whatever, um, to, to grow up to be strong women like you and Julie are? Yeah, well, I think, I mean, I guess I would say, you know, ju just, you know, keep your options open, like try not to close any door before you have to, right? Play lots of sports and explore lots of different academic options and, you know, majors if you're in college or uh, I just think don't, if, and, and always follow your passion. Like I think it's, it's been hard for me to work with students or who sort of maybe choose a given career because they think that's going to, be the out like it'll give them ultimately the outcome they want whether that's a certain income level or or and I think that you have you have to just follow what you're passionate about like I love what I do I love my job I and I don't think I could have done any of this if if I wasn't doing my job for the right reasons so I think some of that goes back to what again Anthony who is a very tough act to follow um <laughs> said last week that you know, and I agree, I think you just, you have to do what you're passionate about. And in, in the end, like if you are, you're going to be successful. And so I think that would be, and that's, and that's what I hope my kids just keep it, just keep in sports and as many sports as they can for as long as they can and not close any doors um, prematurely. Awesome. Well, super sound advice, not just for those kind of coming up through the ranks, those children, but also super sound advice for all of us, for adults, you know, um, for folks that are maybe a little bit more senior to us and junior to us, but always a pleasure to talk with you. And yeah, the PR story was when she beat my previous PR, a day I will never live down, but a day that I was super happy uh, to, to see happen and a, an achievement that you certainly earned every step of the way. So 
Thank you for being on our show. And Diego, take us out, man. Kristen, it was great having you on. Uh, everybody else out there, have a great rest of your week. You stay classy, Proactivity. <laughs>Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope you'll follow Proactivity on social media or check out www.pro-activity.com to keep up with the latest happenings. See you on the next one.